Peace, love, and good vibes. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today's topics will include, can you heal your heart? I'm Lady Bounce. And I am A Slate. So your heart hurts. <laughs> yeah, we got some, some hurting heart. Some some hurting heart. I have a healthy heart. I have, I have a healthy, healthy heart. heart, but it it is hurting. I am um I am hurting for our youth. I'm yeah. hurting for our city. Mm-hmm. I'm hurting for the mothers in our city as a result of the different things that are going on in our city. And yeah. for me, I think I feel it. I feel it way more than I would like to mm-hmm. only because feeling it this much hurts this much. Right. 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 And and it having it hurt this much it's hard to stay uplifted. Mm-hmm. It is hard to uplift others when it hurts this bad. When it hits close to home, it it hit close to home for my family. It hit mm-hmm. close to home for a lot of my students. Mm-hmm. I am an expert in my field in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but it, there are some things that I am not equipped to handle. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a social worker. So for me to hurt this much and be struggling to find the words to help these kids hurts me even more because my whole goal, my whole purpose is to help our kids and so to be in a position where i feel like i can't help them or i i won't say i can't help them Mm -hmm. but i don't know how to help them yeah yeah so i did contact you know some people who do you know i'm Mm -hmm. always one of those people i don't have to have all the answers because i know people who do Mm -hmm. and so i've reached out to the different people that know how to help and you know are making those connections and that's great but it still hurts my heart my heart is hurt. Mm-hmm. See, I've had, I've had, I've had some hurt spots. I know. And recently, I talked about, um, and and you have a substantial amount of hurt on you. I am aware of what that is. Um, and I've had some some hurt in dealing with my son's recent sentencing. And for me, um, I can't say that I have a hurt heart. Um, in light of what we witnessed and some have witnessed on Facebook and and have been talking about um, and the ascension <laughs> of the the like 15 that. year old young lady and the other um, young adults that were with her and the separate um, accident ah. I look for light. I'm constantly seeking light. I look for um, for for light and darkness. And if I can't find it outside of myself, I know for sure it's in me. So okay. um, when when you said I, with the kids, you can't figure like what can I do? What can I do? It kind of takes me back to when um, Marlon Shackelford asked me um, a year or so ago to come out and recite a poem for the students when they experience the loss of another student. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what is me doing a poem 
gonna do <laughs> to to you know to help a right. grieving child so i was like i'm going to create a platform for them to be able to express themselves freely and clearly without judgment bias or fear right and so hence the right life journals um writing helps me get through that helps me heal my heart I, okay. I purge on paper or <laughs> I go and I do a poem to get those emotions out um, and and I don't I do my best to not to to not speak negatively like I don't have a hurt heart I have a healthy heart you right. know I, I, I it's all about uh, perception with me I think I'm getting to that point now that some time has passed and I haven't had as many kids come into my room you know mm-hmm. that that need to talk about it or that um even even to sit in silence mm-hmm. like I have, I have one young lady who was actually the sister of the young man who died on friday okay. in the first in the se- separate mm-hmm. you know incident and she said you know she came in my room and she was like can i just sit here mm-hmm. so of course you know I go into to to like mommy mode or auntie mode. I gotta fix it. How can I fix it? What what can I do? Uh, and this is no, this is in my head. Mm-hmm. So I just look at her and I say, Well, what do you need from me? So instead of asking her, you know, why are you in here? Why are you not in class? You know, I said, What do you need from me? Mm-hmm. And she said, Can I just sit here and be quiet? So it seemed like you had already offered her that peace. She already knew you had right, that. and and that's all she wanted. I said. I said, well, do you want to talk about it? And she said, no, I'm tired of talking about it. Mm-hmm. I just want to sit here and be quiet. And I know it's quiet in here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny. It's kind of a an unspoken rule that my room is utopia. Mm-hmm. I have um, an, an oil burner that's burning with the real calm scent. Mm-hmm. I don't turn on all my lights. I got music playing all the time. So I set the tone for my room that this is quiet. This is peace when students are upset or having a conflict they already know Mm -hmm. this is where you can come to calm down Mm -hmm. and when you're ready to talk if you're ready to talk and process then we can talk about it and we can process Mm -hmm. if you never get to that point and you just want to be calm and chill and then go to class by all means i make myself available for that Mm -hmm. so when she said that that i just want to be quiet i instantly in my own head started going yeah dummy you don't have to fix everything. You have you to be fly first. Yeah. Love yourself. Like, you don't have to have the answer. <laughs> right. Because so often, you know, when, when when you are a mom or when you're in this field of education, you're always thinking, how can I fix it? I got to fix it. I got to fix it. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, she didn't want me to fix it. She didn't want to process. She just wanted to be quiet. Yeah, and that can be difficult to do and just being a woman. That's just kind of like one of the things that, a lot of us do we think we got to fix it and and, and yes. go and oh i can do this i can do that i've learned to um <laughs> pick my battles well pick you them. know and know what's for me know what i can take on and what i can't i right. was a burden bear you got a problem you can bring it to me i hold it and care for you now baby <laughs> and you know i can't i can't i can't do that i can't do that um yeah so we just gotta know how to pick and choose our battles I think so and I and really take care of self you know um, when you said the part about you know you don't have to to you know fix it and mm-hmm. for for men that is their role that is their innate sense mm-hmm. so like when you well I won't say you 
but I, you know, because I don't want to generalize. Me, mm-hmm. when I am venting or complaining to my husband about something, mm-hmm. I have to tell him ahead of time. I don't want you to fix it. Okay. I just want you to listen. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, when I say things to him, the first thing he does is go into warrior protector mode. Mm-hmm. I got to protect you. I got to have your back. I got to do all mm-hmm. of these things. And sometimes you just need somebody to be there, mm-hmm. to be in the space. No, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. I just need to vent it, get it out. Once I get it out, I'm fine. I can move mm-hmm. on. And then sometimes just sit there with me. You know, let's just be quiet. Let's be in the quiet. So for for her, that's all she wanted was to just be in the quiet. But do you do you do you what I'm hearing, you know, I'm thinking, I'm listening, I'm hearing and I'm I'm painting this picture in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I, I say it all the time and as my granddaddy used to say, I want you to understand me, not misunderstand me. Children can teach us powerful lessons if we only yes. pay attention. And seeing her want to just be one with herself and sit with herself. Um, I had a young lady, uh, the poet Legacy. I said, what you going to do today one time, one time? And she said, well, I'm going to go and sit with myself. I said, I like that. I like that. And seeing that, like, did you even think, and even now, looking back, do you think there's some value in, in you sitting with yourself? Yes. You sit down, Lady Bounce, sit down by yourself no radio no music no anything oil burning dim lights and sit with yourself and 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 feel those emotions and feel your way through and and honor those feelings and and process it as much as you can to right. to kind of to kind of get to some healing i i do do that you know sit by myself um mm-hmm first thing in the morning you know when i get to work and i don't have like a crazy hustle and bustle like when i get up mm-hmm. in the morning but i you know when i get to work i purposely block out like the first 45 minutes it's like first period yeah i don't see any children at all mm-hmm. because i use that first period to center myself mm-hmm. to sometimes i make a to-do list for the day mm-hmm. just to, to help keep myself on track because sometimes i get to moving so fast and i forget oh you know Brandy came to see me yesterday and I told her come see me you know at 905 because I didn't have time to talk to her mm-hmm. so then I gotta remember like how do I how am I going to set my morning up or structure my morning to make sure that when Brandy comes to see me at 905 that I, I can totally stop what I'm doing to give her my full attention mm-hmm. so when kids do come to see me um, I stop everything mm-hmm. that I'm doing and I give them my full attention and for them sometimes it's kind of weird Mm-mm. But I, but I mean, and, when I'm talking about for you, right? And so out after work, after work, after work, you mean after when I, you done cook dinner, when you at home, when, when do you I make time for being you? Mommy, wifey, yeah. intervention specialist on on in the evening time, right? When do you allow time me? for your heart to heal? For you, when do you hug your heart, your own heart? When do you look at your heart in your hand and hold it and say, "I love you"? We had a rough day, man. Um, I like do do that every day. Do. I I I have um, quiet time when everybody else goes to bed, which is sometimes not always good, because sometimes when I'm that's when I get mad. When I'm having those moments where I'm loving on myself and loving on my heart, it gets to feeling so good that I'd be like, "Oh man, it's two o'clock in the morning and I'm not in the bed yet. <laughs> my alarm is going off at sixteen. Whether I sweet. get in the bed at nine. <laughs> Or whether I get in the bed at two. Yeah. So, um, 
so I, I do I get my quiet time you know in the yeah. evening but sometimes I'm not even gonna lie you know um like the song I believe I can fly mm-hmm. when he says sometimes silence can seem so loud silence I think is the loudest thing I've yes. ever heard so sometimes I I don't need the silence because the silence in the silence are those negative things that I try to keep at bay the you should have did this better you should have mm-hmm. done that you know you was wrong when you said this and you could have said this better you know that self-reflection that's not always positive beating yourself up I had I had two two um two coaches um one um that a healer I'm just gonna say she's a healer um she used to always tell me to be gentle with myself mm-hmm. and that's sierra leone and then with coach O, I went through a long series of um that's lee cross i went through a long series of and i'm still going through it um healing phase and it was it's a part of the work that i'm doing now is learning to forgive yes learning to forgive and then the big part of that is forgiving myself yeah. and that goes back to being gentle with yourself um that was so, a self-care assignment. Yeah. Last, last week, one of them was about, you know, be be careful of the words you say to yourself. Right. And like you just said, you were saying so much. You were saying so yes. much to yourself. Like, I, 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 I actually, I think, I think a lot. I used to think yes. I was a thinker before, but I really think a lot now. Like, I'm constantly, constantly thinking, thinking, especially how I talk to me and yeah. how I treat me and if I'm actually holding my heart like I, I, I'm thinking about this like even with my son's situation I'm like I'm not about to, to beat myself up you know I'm sitting here like oh this hurts my heart I, I miss my son am I a bad parent did I do something wrong is this any other look at his kids don't get to see or can I what's the lesson in this you know what is the lesson in this how do we move forward from this to prepare for when he comes home and same with with the situation um with with the young lady um forever 15 i'm I'm just going to say forever 15 i think about when i was 15 man you know um what did it what did i do at 15 at 15 i i was living with my aunt in trotwood because I was cutting up so bad at home and and out of school and moved around. She's taking me to get me back on track. Um, we went bowling, we went skating, and things like that. I was a little. That was a rough patch for me. But what did I do? What did I learn from that? At fifteen, that I passed on to my own children, hmm. or did I? Hmm. So so when these when 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 these things happen. And and we feel well. I feel feelings from it, like like with my son being incarcerated. I've been here before. My oldest son got in some trouble. What lesson did I pass? What lesson did I learn to teach? Right. These are, as you say all the time, these are teachable moments. Yes. These are teachable moments. So, I think I've learned to to speak light not life all the light is life I've, I've learned to to be more positive to see not to not just be so negative and so so brutal 
yes to ourselves to everybody else to be pointing fingers how can we what what is there to do for a 15 year old right now how about that what do um, we have for 15 year olds to do what are we doing for them there is um not a lot to do right right now for our youth right. and not just 15 but when i think about the population of, of children that i serve which are 16 to 21 yeah and i was going to say what about 18 to 21 year olds yeah there is nothing for them to do right we versus have, when we were coming up right well when when i was 15 i um there were lots of things to do we could go to the mall however <laughs> i wasn't allowed to do those things yeah i was allowed to go to the mall but you remember like there was club odyssey mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. ivory coast yeah i didn't go there and they went skating all there was stuff. skating yeah there was bowling we had mm-hmm. we had like guild girls at church which mm-hmm. was like girl scouts for the church okay and i was heavily involved in that mm-hmm. you know shout out to karen marie reynolds townsend she was my <laughs> mentor she still is my mentor i'm a fully grown adult and we mm-hmm. still talk and we keep in touch and she she gets awards and she's oh, written a book mentor, yeah. and i'm so proud of her to, and and i'm so proud to say that i know her like when i see her on stuff she was on the cover of ambition mm-hmm. magazine oh, and i right. was like oh my god <laughs> i was like i'm like she has arrived uh-huh. not that she wasn't already but she wrote an awesome book called yeah. it all started when i forgot to put on lotion mm-hmm. and her whole book out. is about taking time for yourself and then she had an acronym for time and of course i can't remember it mm-hmm. but her book was amazing mm-hmm. i will get you a copy of it and i'll get you okay. a science copy because i got clout like hey. that hey. <laughs> <laughs> but again as a 15 year old there were lots of things for us to do mm-hmm. but not only what are there things for us to do but the programming that we were getting when we were 15 yeah like we even had um, when you said mentors I thought about um, when we had problems with school um, we had building bridges yeah um, probation officers actually came out to like <laughs> Mr. Johnny Vance he come to your house that's and my check cousin on you. <laughs> Yeah, so that I mean, it was it was it was different. It was different then. So yeah, I think we probably need to um, try to find more things for our kids to do and stop uh, pointing fingers, stop blaming, um, love up on each other a little bit more, yes. a lot more. As adults, love up on we, each other, um, be concerned about one another. I think one of the things you know, I, I'm always talking about you know teachable moments, and and modeling is so important. Mm-hmm. You can tell your kid all day long, don't do this, don't do that, don't do whatever. If they see you doing it, yeah. they see you living it, you gonna don't try. have a leg to stand on when you tell them don't do these things. And then shaking our fingers when their tongues become knives, you know, and they're watching ignorance of worth our worthless lives. That's in one exactly. of my poems. They, yeah. When when I see like the young ladies at school, it it pains me. When they get in conflicts with each other, mm-hmm. it looks like an episode of insert reality show name here. Mm-hmm. Because they watch these shows, mm-hmm. this scripted reality, and don't realize and that, that's, that that's it's what not the, real. That's what this whole thing is. Um, think about what we saw mm-hmm. at 15 and 93, okay, 94. I ain't shame about my 41 years of living, okay? Um, uh, versus what they see in here now. Right. Um, so we have to kind of do our best to 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 reshape the the, the thinking box, you right. know. And, and in in a lot of ways, one 
one thing that, that we don't like to do as adults and no one likes to do because it's painful and it you know it, it doesn't feel as good as mm-hmm. doing the wrong thing you gotta look in the mirror <laughs> come on and now that's, a, that's, how, yourself, that's how we change that's um, how we change I've been trying to change ourselves trying to stay off of social media in light of the different pieces of the tragic stories you know coming out I don't get to see a lot of stuff I mean I have really really fixed my life look y'all have fixed my life, fixed my life. <laughs> I've, I've worked things to where um if it if it no longer serves me, if it is no longer of service to me, I, I kindly politely discard it. Um, right. I, I I live in a beautiful, amazing, creative, energetic, high vibing world, <laughs> and I mean, people might think I'm living under a rock or inside of a bubble. So be it. So I be have it. created the world in which I live, and I, I love it. And I love it. I think that that is amazing. However. The world, in a lot of ways, seems to pride itself on showing how evil it can be. I don't get to see it, right? And I, I mean, and you it. don't. <laughs> but and there and there are some no. things that, that I don't that I I, I, mean, I block out. But it, you know, my attention is called to it. Or like somebody will send it to me or show it. We to attract me. what we are, right? We attract what we are. Um, but when when I say that, I'm thinking about like. You know, looking at the media's Facebook pages and the horrible things that people have said about these young people, mm-hmm. and however you see, you feel about it. it, whatever you know, whatever judgments you have one way or another, everything that you think doesn't need to be said out loud. Come on now, you can think it, you can say it with your friends. For me, I, I think that's just passing the buck. What the, what should be done? Don't it, it? This is just me personally. I don't. I don't. I haven't gotten to see it. Right. I haven't gotten to see it. I did see um, the mother's strength, her tenacity, her. Yes. Um, oh my God, she is so tactful. Mm-hmm. I mean, where where other moms would have snapped, that she is just amazing. Um, yeah. So I don't get to see it. I really don't get to see it. But that. I do see her strength and I applaud her. If you don't have a solution or you don't have kind words or loving words, it, it was said to us a long time ago. If you ain't got something good to say, don't say nothing at all. But if you do say it, nine times out of ten, I won't hear it. Amen. Amen. So, I won't you, hear it. And you won't hear it because <laughs> of our mindfulness minute. That's right. That's right. Read for us today. Our mindfulness minute. Yes. Choose your news. Say that again. <laughs> With all of the negative messages coming at you every day from myriad directions, you may wonder how you can possibly feel optimistic about anything. One strategy to combat this problem is to be more selective about the news items you read. If you'd like a change from your current source, look at websites like www.world-newspapers.com for lists of magazines and newspapers from all over the world. Another way to avoid all of the negativity um, and to maintain a more positive, balanced emotional state is to take a break from the news for two days. I have taken a break from the news for several days. That is on our self-care calendar (laughs) that we posted after episode number two that don't watch the news. Mm -hmm. Then evaluate just how much of an impact the news has been having on your sense of well-being. Mm -hmm. The answer may surprise you. 
After that, you may need to more closely examine your relationship with these media outlets. You probably don't even need to be watching it. <laughs> By taking that break, you will have the insight and tools necessary to be able to do this. I find my date in weekly newspaper. I get out in the world and find my news that way. That social media stuff mostly is sensationalism. It, choose your news. It is. Choose, choose your news. <laughs> and it's okay to turn it off. Um, you know, most people give you that line. I watch the news because I want to know about the weather. Okay. You're fine to tell you. Uh, open the door. Go open yes. the door. <laughs> when, the, when I do watch the news, when the weather comes on, I mute it. Because I figure I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to mm-hmm. go outside and I'm going to check the temperature. I'm going to ask my husband, mm-hmm. hey, what it feel like out there? When you open the door enough, you start figuring it out. You're like, oh, look at them clouds. It's going to rain today. Right. Or I'm going to look out it? the window and go, oh, it's <laughs> snowing. That means I need to put on my big coat today. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. I don't need to watch the news to tell me the weather. And I don't get the alerts on my phone either because I'm okay. like, oh, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank, no, thank you. you. I don't need it All that right. close to me. <laughs> So <laughs> it's summer in my heart. <laughs> in my heart, in my mind, it is summer. Yes. <laughs> so with that being said, with our you know mindfulness man, so our self care assignment for this mm-hmm. episode: walk away from people who put you down. Walk away from fights that will never be resolved. Mm-hmm. Walk away from trying to please people who will never see your worth. The more you walk away from things that poison your soul, the healthier you will be. And our self-care assignment on our Facebook page last week said, say a firm no to anything that does not nurture your positive spirit. Mm-hmm. And on, it's okay to say no. <laughs> firm no. And in the words of A Slate, you have to choose your battles. Everything does not time. need a response. Everything does not need a reaction and mm-hmm. we as a people we're so reactionary mm-hmm. sometimes just be quiet yes whether you feel good bad or otherwise we all don't need to know it and i think in the age of facebook and facebook live especially we don't need to know everything everything right. doesn't need to be said out loud so choose mm-hmm. your news and walk away from anything that's not positive right let your energy be light and love let you have to take love. care of yourself you have to take care of your brain so with that, let's go into some brain science. <laughs> so with with the tragedies um, this past weekend, a lot of people have grief for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk to you about the effects of grief on your brain. I'm going to give you some remedies. See, it's important. Remedies. Let's not just talk about the problem. I'm going to give you some concrete things you can do for grief in your brain. So many people associate grief with loss or death, and that's not always the case. People can also grieve when adjusting to any sort of new normal. Maybe you are becoming an empty nester or you're newly retired. The emotions you experience look similar to grief. And underneath that grief are neurological changes that take place in your brain. (laughs) When those symptoms converge, your brain function takes a hit. After all, if you are overwhelmed with grief... It stands to reason that you won't absorb your environment the same way you would when you're content, which is what you do when you unplug from the mm-hmm. news and the negativity. You are essentially protecting your brain from grief. Yes. yes. So here are some remedies for your grief brain. What do we always preach? Practice self-care. That is All the right, number one right, thing on right. the list. <laughs> when it feels like your world is falling apart, The most important thing you can do is focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. 
take time out to eat well to exercise and sleep sleep is so important yeah <laughs> i agree <laughs> <laughs> you'll help your mind and your body recuperate from grief insufficient sleep is particularly challenging to the post-grief mind disrupted sleep interferes with cognition and concentration and grief often leads to trouble sleeping so you need to do what you can to establish a good sleep routine Rest and be restored. take time out it is appropriate it is necessary to take time off from work and daily responsibilities to process your grief every situation is different and there's no set timeline for when you can get back in the game but it is important to establish a reasonable timeline so your grief doesn't ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Challenge your negative thought pro- patterns. This come is on, so me. <laughs> Challenge negative thought patterns. Sharing memories is healthy, but ruminating on what ifs can be mind numbing. It's not just that we're thinking about our loss, but also situations tied to that loss. So instead of heading down a rabbit hole of negative self-talk, Maybe I shoulda, maybe I woulda, maybe I coulda. Choose to delight in your happy memories. Happy memories. Get support. If you are struggling to think straight and get back to your daily activities, get some help. There are support groups. There are friends, family, church groups. Anything that you feel like you need to lean on in a positive manner i know a lot of people turn to like drugs and alcohol when you're going through something that's not always the answer because at the end of that bottle at the end of that blunt whatever you ran from it's still still right there Mm -hmm. and the last one and this is this is so you (laughs) and when i saw this i was like this is so you (laughs) search for the silver lining it is not (laughs) uncommon for grief to evolve into maladaptive thinking with some practice, you can learn to reframe nearly every situation to focus on the positive. No the idea is to reframe your experience in a way that allows you to move forward with more peace. Mm-hmm. While there is no timetable for the grieving process, most people take steps towards getting back to their lives and responsibilities after two to three weeks. When grief is interfering with your relationships, your ability to parent or your work, your loss becomes even greater. Most important, if your grief reaction is explosive, extreme, or if you're having suicidal thoughts, get help. Absolutely. A doctor, therapist, or counselor can help you identify healthy coping strategies. Mm -hmm. And with that, can we say that having to go to therapy is not a sign of weakness. That is the biggest sign of strength to Mm -hmm. admit that what you're going through is bigger than you Mm -hmm. and you need more. You need professional help. You need something other than it's going to be okay. Right, right, and right. And we have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So be honest with yourself. If you need that extra support, that extra help, please seek it and get, get what you need for you. For you. Yeah. So can you heal your heart? I believe you can. You can. You can heal your heart. It's going to take some work. It will work if you work it. Um, and as uh, Miss Christine Dobbins says, God rest her beautiful soul. I love you. And it ain't nothing you, you can, can do, do about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am a slate. And I'm Lady Bounce. Remember to love yourself. 
first mm-hmm. first love yourself when you're on an airplane and the mask comes down what does the airline stewardess always say put your <laughs> mask on first yes. before you assist someone else mm-hmm. self-care is the best care that's right you can um, check us out on Facebook if you are unplugging that day. Don't worry about it that day. You can send us an email as soon as you plug back up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and get the next episode at fly with us at gmail.com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. New episodes are posted every Tuesday. So for our audio listeners, you can listen. Mm-hmm. For our visual listeners, you can watch. And self-care assignments are posted every day on our Facebook. And if you are doing the self-care assignments, please let us know on our Facebook page. Yeah. Give us some feedback and let us know if you like that, if it worked for you, if it didn't work for you. <laughs> You know, let let us know. Give us some feedback. Talk to us. You know, we're easily approachable. I think. I think. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. And I I don't stammer over words like fly all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Join in on the conversation. Give us some feedback. Shoot an email. Thumbs up. Smiley face. Or we could always use some more love. Everybody could use more love. Give us a heart. <laughs> See you next week. I am Ace Slate. And I'm Lady Bounce. Peace Peace. out.